Okay, good morning, everybody. Everybody's well. Happy Thursday. Today's boost is dedicated to Abe and Rana Adler of New Jersey in loving memory of Rana's mom, Lillian Stifo, on her yard site. And may her memory be a blessing. We thank them for their dedication. Happy Thursday for those that are joining me live. For those that are here any day of the week, thanks so much for joining us. Anywhere you listen, we appreciate you listening. Yesterday, we started down the path of the crown, what it means to be royalty, what it means to wear the, the garments of royalty in a spiritual sense. It's not about how much it costs, that's for sure. It's about how much it connects to, to the unification of our soul. So let me just sort of continue to delve a little bit into these are sort of Kabbalistic concepts. I don't want to pretend like I know more than I do. I'm just like you, just figuring it out along the way. And the way I always understood it is the way we began yesterday to sort of delve into it, but I want to sort of like take the example a little bit further, if you will. The energy that takes place in someone's home is really unified at its source. It comes from one location. And as it hits the home, it separates into different rooms. And if you could almost follow the electricity all the way into someone's phone, if you will, that phone is now charged with the electricity that is coming out of that specific room, but really is the same electricity that's taking place in the generator miles away. So the electricity that you're getting from your particular device in your particular room is really a small little bit that is connected to a source that is so much bigger. And as the source of energy starts to go from the generator, from the main generator to the, the, the town generator, to the blocks, to the house, to the room, it's contracting itself and contracting itself and contracting itself. If you remember, we did contraction. Remember when we did contraction? Who remembers contraction? We called that discipline. Remember that trait? Discipline is contraction. It's contracting and contracting. Because if the energy that came from the generator in the city would come into your phone, it would blow it up. Now, someone who knows very little about energy would say, well, how much energy is there? I mean, like, just my phone. They'll never think that, wait, this little bit of energy that's coming into my phone really is just a little bit of the massive generator that if I would plug my phone into that generator, it would just fry it. And the brilliance of the engineers and the architects and the planners is that they were able to figure out how to go from a huge generator through the town, through the city, through the block, through the home, so that I have just enough energy. And then, because if it's too much, it doesn't work. If you go to a different country and plug it in the wrong thing, you can fry your phone. Just the voltage, if it's a little bit off, you can fry it. 
that that little voltage really is part of something much larger. And when the phone plugs into the voltage, it gets some form of life in the phone that it didn't have before. So if you ever have an, if you, I'll just use my iPhone. When you're walking around without an, without, at least my iPhone seems to always like die. You know, something you ever like, I don't know how this is that like, I don't know where I am. So I'm like in the middle of my day, like iPhone's like 20%, like 20%, like what, what did I do? 20%, you know, talking about, ever get that feeling? It's like panic. You ever plug in and like, it doesn't fully go in. You ever had that? Or like you wake up in the morning, you ever have to do where you wake up in the morning and somebody else takes your charger. You ever have that? You know the most valuable thing you have in your house right now? What is the most valuable thing you have in your house right now? A charger, right? Because you could have 10 phones. There's only one charger, right? I don't know where chargers disappear to, right? And everyone fights over chargers. That's my charger. It's your charger. It's my, my initials. You're like, we have the same initials. We have the same last name. You ever have this? And then like, and the best is when, the, when, when someone in your home just takes out your phone. Did you ever have this concept by the way before? You have this like real weird rule we all have. Where like, I guess there's like this like rule where like someone feels like if they have less charge than you, then they get, they get to take out your charger. You ever have this? Why'd you, why'd you take out my phone? They're like, no, because you had 65% and I only have 12%. I'm like, what? What? That, that's not how it works. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a weird like rule. I, I was in a Pesach program once. I'll never forget. I was on a Passover program once. And I was just mentioning this. And a lady came up to me. I'll never forget. She's like, you know, I brought my phone to the pool and I brought a charger with me to the pool. But you know, the pool, you know, there's like one outlet in the corner of the pool. And I'm sitting down, I'm charging my phone and I'm reading a book and I see another lady get up, walk to the charger, pick up my phone, pull out her my phone and put in her phone. I'm like, what are you doing? It's my charger. She's like, yeah, but you got 75%. She's like, what is that? What does that do with anything? Like, it's my charger. She's like, yeah, but I'm only at 15. She's like, it's my charger. She's like, but I'm at 15. You know, the, you know what I'm talking about? Like this weird, we have this like weird sort of like common rule, the social contract we have that like, hey man, like I need I need more battery than you do. Like, you know, suck it up. Give me your hockey stick. I'm in the crease. It's like a weird thing, right? So imagine that feeling you get. Has this happened to you before? Where you thought you charged your phone all night, but you didn't because someone else decided to charge their phone? Since there's one charger in the house, you have to like take it in and out of your car. And then you leave for the day. For those of you who go to Manhattan at all and don't drive and you're on a train and everything you own is on the, on that phone, you know, your pass, everything you're, and then all of a sudden you're on the train and bing, you're like, what? iPhone, 20%. You're like 20%. How did I get to 20%, right? iPhone's now, now we're penalizing you. Now your battery's yellow. You're lucky we didn't make it red because then you'd be panicked all day. Just yellow. Watch yourself. Start flipping up all the extra things you have going on in the iPhone. No? You feel that way? Do you ever feel that way where you're seeing the yellow go down and like you look at it, it's like 4% in the middle of a phone call and you start panicking, searching for chargers somewhere? And then you find one, you put it into the wall, it's 1%. And all of a sudden the phone, you know that feeling? The phone like just has a different energy to it. It's lighter, it's brighter. And you're like, oh. 
That's our life. You can run around all day long, but if you're not connected to the source, man, you feel it. You feel it. You can run around all you want, but if you're not connected to the source, you don't plug in. You don't have time. It's only a matter of time before you die on the inside. Not physically. You're alive, but you know, you're just not, you're not on fire. You're not shining. You don't got, you're not attached to the outlet. The battery, the battery only goes so far. I see it all the time. We're being real here, right? We can be real on the boost. I see it all the time. I'll bring a couple of stereotypes. Buddies of mine when we were younger. Do you know what I got in law school for getting married? Do you know what kind of crap I got in law school? Are you Amish? No, because I thought you were Amish. Because why are you getting married? Are you crazy? You're you're settling down with one woman? Are you you sure? All right, man, to each his own. To each his own, but no lady settling me down. I don't know how many, I don't know if the ladies get that. But I got it. My law school crew, my study groups. That's your wife, man. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. See the same. You get married whenever you want to get married. It's not about marriage. It's about a perspective on other people. See the same guys in their forties. God bless them. I'm saying it's not people that are looking that can't find. I'm talking about people that are saying settle with a person. Fight for a relationship that's meaningful? Nah. Women are there to serve me and my needs as the expression or as the thought goes. Yeah. The battery goes for so long. I'm not talking about people that are looking. I'm talking people that are not. And I'm just saying, not that they're not looking for marriage, that they just have this perspective that the goal of life is just live fast and hard and not deep and meaningful. It goes so far. It goes so far. This physical world will please you into a point. And then you feel like the battery clicks and it's yellow. It's not just guys, it's women, it's men and women. It doesn't matter the age. It doesn't matter any of this stuff. We all have it. We're all going through it in our own way. People that are pounding the pavement in their careers and just for the money they make and stepping over everything meaningful along the way. I think that's much bit different. People that are cutting corners because they have to accumulate 
some stuff. At some point, even if nobody knows, they know. I know they know because I talked to some of them and they have it and they're living in it, but they feel something. Their phone's working, they're just not connected to the source. It's not connected to depth and meaning. It's not connected to the unification of the energy. that we're all from. You know, it's amazing is that when you think, you look at some people, I was like this. We have these like very childish perspectives on God. We think God is like the invisible man in the sky. He knows if you're naughty or nice. And if you're nice, he gives you gifts. And if you're naughty, he doesn't. People think God is like, you know, the Jewish version of Santa Claus just Jewish, beard, long beard. Instead of like the red cap, he's got a yarmulke on. I don't know. Instead of living in the North Pole, he lives like, you know, in the Jewish version of the sky. And they look up and they pray and they say, can you get me stuff, God? And they look up at him and go, you're there and I'm here. I was told that if I don't show up on this day of the year and, you know, say, sorry, you're going to give me a bad year. So here I am. What do I got to say? Can you give me a good year now? Right. Amazon.god. I'll order my things spiritual. Thank you, Dina. And give it to me. No. Can you imagine a life like this? The creator of the universe, the divine energy that is inside everything, the ultimate generator that is filling the world with spiritual benevolence that makes us have a life that everything in the world that we touch could be filled with meaning. Every food, every moment, every human being is pulsating with divine energy. And as opposed to being able to tap into it, we just see the outside surface try to accumulate it and think that the divine is some Santa Claus in the sky giving us things when we say a couple of words that we don't really mean, but we do so because it's our tradition. Could that be the extent of religion? Really? That's what we've been doing for 2000 years. That's what our people and not just our people. That's what people have been dying over for centuries. The invisible man in the sky that gives you goodies when you bow your head and juggle for him. When you read him divine poetry written by old rabbis, that's how it works. It's not how it works. It's the outlet. Our soul is a tiny little bit of the, the larger divine being. We are the little feeling in the outlet in our living room. And yet we feel separate and small because we need to be or, or else our bodies would be overwhelmed. And if you're, for those who are catching the example, our bodies are our iPhones. Our soul is the electricity that's in the wall. And if that electricity would be a little bit too high, if our soul would be too connected, 
our bodies would disintegrate. So we feel small, but we're not small. We are just one little ray of the same energy that's in every room that's connected to the whole neighborhood and block and town and country. Me and you are not separate. We just look different. My phone is different than your phone. And I got different apps, and different hardware, but we're basically the same. We're built the same. I should say we have the same hardware, we just have different software. I've downloaded a few things and you've downloaded different things. Same stuff. But me and you are more the same than we are different because we both come from the same source. When I look over to people in my life and see the differences, then my eyes are physical eyes. When I look over to people in my life and see the similarities and I see and I look for the divine energy that is within them, I find a piece of me and you and you and me. Me and you, and you and me. What is that, Cheerios? Andy, what song is that from? Me and you, na 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 Where's that from? So happy together. It's a song, but what commercial used that song? That's that's the trivia for the day. Golden Grams, is that right? Golden Grams? Golden Grams. I think it's Golden Grams. I know, I know it was originally not Golden Grams, but someone please guess what song that's from too old when I walk around and I see to myself this world I'm a piece of it I'm not trying to digest it I'm trying to integrate with it I'm not trying to accumulate it I'm not trying to own it all I'm not trying to own that person I'm trying to connect my source with their source so that the two of us together have a flame that's greater. I share in their joy. I feel their pain. That's, we think that's like for suckers. Nice guys finish last, my favorite expression. Nice guys finish, is Nice guys finish last is almost as awesome as um, the other one with the mistake. You know, you, you, you never, what's the other one with, um, he's good for somebody else and it comes back to you. I forgot the expression. Nice guys finish last. Nice guys don't finish last. No good deed goes unpunished, right? Thanks, Andy. Nice guys don't finish last. You know what, you know what happens to nice guys? nice women they don't play in the race they're not racing they're not competing maybe for fun in sports but not in life you know where nice guys and nice women are in the race they're sitting in the booth on the top and enjoying it because they know that life isn't a race to beat the next person life is a race to find the outlet so that I can connect in a deeper way with those around me. And when I do, I get a piece of me where I am now plugged into a source that brightens me up from the inside. 
I don't need the hits from the outside to feel good for a couple of minutes until it goes away and I got to search for the next one. I get to feel good from the inside. My phone just brightens. Not because it's bigger than your phone, but because I'm plugged into the same source that you're plugged into. Those are called spiritual eyes. And you don't got to be a big rabbi or clergy to live like this. You just got to be willing to clean the lens. You got to be willing to fight for the crown. You got to be willing to be royal. That's the trait. Wherever you are in any stage of your life, whatever the relationship status you have, whether you are, whatever you are socioeconomic, it don't matter because every one of us has an outlet and every outlet's connected to the source. All right, everybody. That's our goal for today. To start looking for our outlets, to start seeing the outlets and this energy and the people around us start realizing that we're more the same than we are apart and we're all unified man i'm gonna feel a certain level of pleasure that i will never feel anywhere else all right everybody have an amazing day be royal with god's help can't wait to see you again tomorrow have a great day